0: Hey everybody and welcome to Real Scores. My name is Sean and I'm here with Victor. Say hi Victor.
1: Hi, Victor. <laughs> yeah, of uh, course. That that was obligatory. It was,
0: yeah. It, yeah. If we were doing like a nineteen forties Gracie and Allen podcast. Yeah. Stay tuned for the Gracie and Allen podcast, which will be coming directly after this one. <laughs> So uh, this podcast, we're going to give you a little bit of an overview. Uh, we are both really big film score buffs. Uh, we found that out as we became friends while working together. And uh, we are pretty much the only two that I know of that actually like this media. So we decided to just talk about it. Uh, the general format, I think what we'll end up doing is that we'll do uh, pick a score. One, one every time we do one of these. Uh the time which, which we'll do these will be determined by our schedule, so uh, we will see on that. Um, but this one, we're going to do a very special one with the Oscars coming up. We thought we would do the five scores that were up for uh, best uh, score this year. So, And
1: then look back and say, okay, who was right and who was wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be me. Yeah, wow. You know, I vote with my heart and not with my head, so... And like most of the people at the Academy. (laughs) Really? Are are you sure? I think they're voting more with their head than with their heart. It's just they're overthinking it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. uh, Some some of those past decisions like last year with Life of Pi just baffle me. I have no idea. Lincoln was so freaking amazing. But then again, I am a John Williams groupie, as you will all find out if you listen. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) He already knows. Don't trust him. He already knows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I keep pushing him on him, and, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I've seen him a few times, and, oh, he is uh, he is something else. I will say that. I have a very much a non-sexual man crush. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've been a big John Williams fan for a while. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. What What do you like?
1: Which ones? Oh, let's see. He did, um, well, let me think. <laughs> just I, uh, pick
0: a Lucas or Spielberg movie, yeah, and no, you I'm should just be good. <laughs> my
1: all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorites, Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. I just but this this goes back to something else you and I have talked about in the past, which is that whole idea that um, there's certain scores that you just um, have a certain place in your heart you, there's a memory or something that just makes them even better than what they really are mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah That's where you were at that me. time yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, that certain place of time it's like that with film it's like that with books every any any kind of distract, distraction uh, you you can associate that with a special time in your life, so I under, understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah? <laughs>
1: but we haven't even gotten to the nominations yet.
0: All right, all right. Uh, we uh, So this year, the uh, nominations are John Williams, of course, for uh, The Book Thief because, uh, well, they have to nominate him at least once or twice. I believe it's in the Academy bylaws. Uh, then you've got André Despleu. <laughs> or Displat, or you know, sorry, we're mispronouncing your name. I'm for si- sure we for are.
1: simplicity, it'll be Displat. Just <laughs> Displ- that way, we don't have to worry about <laughs> messing it up.
0: For Philomena, and then we got Stephen Price for Gravity. Uh, then we have who was next on that? Lead? We got the Thomas Newman score for oh, yeah. Saving Saving per, Saving Mister Saving Mr. Banks. Saving, <laughs> saving Mr. Banks. Another.
1: <laughs> and then the. Um, Oh Her, yeah, the Arcade, was, Fire. Uh, Arcade Fire. Arcade yeah.
0: Fire. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they have names, but
1: yeah, yeah. I looked that up, but it <laughs> it, it didn't make my uh, notes.
0: So it it is quite fitting that we listed my least two favorites last on that, and that they were because they were both pretty much at least to me in, imminently forgettable.
1: Uh, yeah, I, that was the tough part listening. I mean, for me, and this is this is you know not to say that there aren't talented talented people working on this stuff, right? Right. Because I mean we've 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 worked on this stuff, and we yes. know right, yeah. uh-huh, but uh, fairy. yeah, <laughs> sure, shameless plug so uh, but no, thinking about just her, I was listening in the car, and then you know, after a minute or so, realizing that, oh yeah, I was supposed to be paying attention and listening to this, it just kind of fades into the background, and mm-hmm. yeah, you, after you're done, it's kind of like
0: Chinese food, you don't really remember much, or it's time to listen to something else again, <laughs> arcade fire, the Chinese food of scores. <laughs> I don't think that's on the, the on the uh, jewel case.
1: It was on the liner notes. Liner notes, yeah.
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> I think you read that wrong. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Oh,
1: no. Okay, that was the name of one of the tra- – no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's funny because when you listen to that stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, this just isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, then you watch the film, and you're like, oh, okay, I get now kind of what was going on with it. And so may as well start with her since we're kind of right there. Yeah. Um, for me – after kind of listening to it a couple times and saying, yeah, it's just, it's background music. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it gave me an idea of what the film was going to be about and kind of watched it and realized that, yeah, it just, this reflective, uh, a lot of melancholy, just kind of some loopy type of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of droned on.
0: When there was music.
1: Yeah. Some of the time it was just, noise see and i don't see a lot of it as being noise as say opposed to some of the other stuff that we listen to Mm -hmm. but um like for me and it's funny because the two tracks that i liked the best were the ones in the film where it was really just the piano part right oh yeah Uh just kind of playing well Mm -hmm. this is something i came up with i was like Mm -hmm. oh yeah i like that yeah and then it
0: well, they were the most musical.
1: Yeah, that's probably why I liked it the best. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much this goes into it, but you know, when Radiohead went from making melodic music to making what they make now, there was a big shift, and I think that that shift is what is driving some of these kind of scores, because a lot of musicians look at Tom York as being just brilliant. I don't see it, <laughs> so uh, he does a lot of that kind of kind of noise as music, you know, keep it within a particular key. It's almost like a, like a, not the spirit of jazz, you know, the I can throw anything in there and it can sound decent when put together with something. Uh, But I, I didn't see it. I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it fit okay with what was going on, but it seemed at times like they were just making, trying to make computer noises to kind of go along with stuff and
1: yeah yeah there was i mean
0: uh, it fits in like Tron because they're inside a computer and you know it the 8-bit kind of things that they threw in there made sense uh-huh for this because it's so advanced putting old-timey computer sound effect kind of things in there doesn't really make a lot of sense it doesn't evoke the kind of emotion i think they were trying to get across, it just kind of annoyed me more than everything else. All
1: right. So would you say then when you saw the film that the music elements were distracting?
0: Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's not good. Took me out of the movie a bit. Sometimes it just, yeah. And, and then sometimes I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. You know, it's just, oh, so I like a, a scene where, you know, you can crescendo and it, everything works together. And it's not that I've forgotten that there was music there. It's that, boy, that was as a whole, everything was fantastic. I didn't have any of those moments in her. No,
1: I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, that's pretty much my takeaway.
0: Okay. Uh, so then, what do you want to do? Uh, let's do uh, Saving Mr. Banks next, uh, which is pretty much forgettable for wholly other reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because I like Thomas Newman. Oh I mean, yeah. I think the stuff he does is really, inter- you know, is entertaining. Hmm. Um, I was gonna say interesting, but that's part of the issue I have with this. Is it's kind of like a lot of the other stuff he's already done.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, very piano heavy.
1: Yeah, just kind of. Uh, I, I could get this. Uh, I want to say twinkly feel. Mm-hmm. You know, sparkles in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it just,
0: it's something I'm not really looking to come back to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. I mean, you. You look at him heyday of, of like, Shawshank Redemption. You look at that score, and it's just like, oh, this is brilliant. Everything is kind of dark, and then it it evolves into something else as the movie and the characters evolve. I didn't get any of anything like that from this.
1: Yeah, and so you have to wonder sometimes if it's, oh, well, we brought you in because you do this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Even if they're, you know, the composer thinking, oh, well, I don't want to do that. I'd like to maybe push the boundary a little bit, mm-hmm. and they don't get the
0: opportunity. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is I mean, it's like, hey, we have this awesome source material already. We want you to adapt that into and weave elements of that into the movie. And then you get it like a few times. Yeah, I was
1: expecting a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. And it, yeah, it kind of.
0: Because it opens strong. It opens on the chim chim cheroo, you know, as as it's like, oh, this is, you know, if they do this and you, you know, I'm going to enjoy this, but. Boy, they went out of that quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's like we all, we don't want to remind people about the the, the other movie. Mm-hmm. This is more. This is about the
0: the other stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I like the movie. Uh, again, I mean, I, uh, to be honest, all these movies I liked a lot, which is why I can say that the scores. And when when I say this, even these scores are better than a lot of the other scores that I've heard in my day. Like her just kind of, I wouldn't put it up up their top, but I mean, these top five are better than a lot of other things that came out this year. Sure. So, uh, and even Newman at this level is still better than a lot of the other stuff that I heard. And it's just kind of him going through the motions, it it seems like. Um, I I can think of a number of other movies that could have been up, for for this award other than the, these two movies. You know, it's just, uh, I you know, like, I, I, Nebraska, I think, could have probably been up. Uh, Han, uh, could have done Hans Zimmer for 12 Years a Slave, although <laughs> that leads us into there. our next yeah. one, which was uh, Stephen Price and Gravity. And, you know, I had read somewhere that the two of them worked together, which translation means that he went to the Hans Zimmer School of Music. And then, I don't know, you haven't seen 12 Years a Slave yet, have you? I haven't seen that one, no. Okay, yeah, the the main theme of that is the same four notes as the main theme of gravity only played in different, a different uh, style with different uh, what is it? Different uh, instruments there, but they are the same four notes played at the same tempo. And it's just very, and when you watch them kind of like pretty close to back to back, cause I watched them, you know, one, one day and one the next day, I was like, Hey, wait a minute. And it is so prevalent. And I think that cost Hans Zimmer on 12 years of slave. Because every single scene where you hear the music, that theme is playing. Mm. And that kind of repetition hurts when you when you don't vary it with other things. And they threw a lot of good music in there. But every time that the music was pre- prevalent, it was playing those four notes on repeat, which was – I'm pretty sure that hurt him. But getting into, like, Stephen Price for for Gravity, this is where, you know, you and I have a little bit of a point of contention because – I I thought that this one probably I think this one's probably going to win and I think the reason is twofold. One, I mean it's just getting all kinds of buzz because it's so unique in how they did it and price I, I love his previous stuff he did at World's End. The uh the uh, Edgar Wright Stephen uh, Simon Pegg movie which was great and the music in that was fantastic. But this one is a little bit more on the sound effect he, you can tell it's a Hans Zimmer Well, a recent Hans Zimmer, not like Crimson Tide Hans Zimmer, which is awesome, but you know, like this is like the newer Hans Zimmer school where it's kind of got some sound effecty kind of feel to it. After watching the movie, I thought this one really, really integrated well and was very, uh, very creative for what he did, especially considering that the whole point of the movie is that you know there's, there's you know there's no sound, there's there's nothing for there's nothing in space for sound to travel <laughs> through so uh, to
1: be fair you know i mm-hmm. didn't see it i didn't mm-hmm. get to watch this one mm-hmm. so all i got is the listening experience right um so i can envision how this would play out in the film mm-hmm. and say so, yeah that, that there's a lot of really neat kind of effects you know um couple of the tracks you know they've got this abrupt cut off that just kind of gives you that sense of oh yeah you know it's uh isolation or whatever mm-hmm. um you've got a lot of the sounds that kind of have this staticky radio kind of feel, like you might, you know, like you listen to those old NASA transmissions and Mm -hmm. things like that. But for me, just listening to it, and this is the funny part, I like the score a lot.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I almost want to say that it's just sound effects, Mm -hmm. not a sound score, Mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, I mean, I like ambient type of music, I like, you know, um, when you, you just... Mood type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it probably sets that very well. Mm -hmm. But for me, and this is where it really just kind of breaks down, there's it's missing the element of development. Yep. It's like, okay, yeah, I I made these sound clusters Mm -hmm. and I'm going to throw them in there and probably used a great effect. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for me, it's it's one of those, if I had to pick out of the scores that's not near the top of my list. Now, yeah. if it's something I want, I will go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. But it's not uh, mentally engaging. Yeah,
0: The the music definitely does not evolve throughout the film. But to be fair to the film, the characters don't really evolve throughout the film. It's, it's a crisis situation. It's not really character-driven, although there are character elements. And when there are character elements, there is music to go along with that. But that being said, it is much more this emergency happens, and here's everything that goes along with it. It's not a big, you know, kind of film. And it's one of the few that I've seen that really grabbed me and I thought was fantastic, how they, especially how they did it. Uh, but the music going along with that, how they crafted it all together, I can see why it would, would win. And I know it's neither one of our favorites. It's just I. Th- that's the one I think, Will win as opposed to the one which I think should win.
1: And you're thinking just because of the buzz <laughs> behind the film itself.
0: Buzz behind the film and because of the the level of integration. Okay. You know, because quite honestly, the next movie, Philomena, has better integration, but it doesn't have the the musical buzz. No, uh, but
1: I don't think you could say that the other film has musical buzz either. Oh, I mean, it does. It's, really?
0: Yeah. There, every article that I have read, and there are there are a number of articles out there that have already be... hailed it as this is what's going to win. Uh, just just because they're looking at it as such a unique way of doing it. Uh, and see, and the
1: funny thing for me is I'm looking at this now and thinking, this is the way everything has been moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, this is kind of the, the school of thought. You know, you, you guys put these films together and it's like, oh, we'll, we'll just kind of put this soundscape behind it. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily see it as, oh, well, this is like a turning point or a breakthrough or something totally unique and new. It's like, it's kind of been done. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it hasn't been executed like this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't know if it wins. It's I think it's just riding on coattails.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I I I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, you have to disagree with me. I don't think either one of us really want this one to win, but I I just think that this is the one that will win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the one that I I think should win, and I think you also agree with me, is probably Philomena. Philomena? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just
1: <laughs> I was t- we were talking about this beforehand, and just. When you listen to a score and think about the craft that goes into developing musical themes, I mean, this is like listening to, you know, a, a well-written piece of music where it mm-hmm. develops itself, and you're talking about in the in the course of a scene, it's like, oh, you start from here, you kind of go through this, you've got the development of it, and then it has a resolution, mm-hmm. and you get all that through the one scene. Mm-hmm. Then having seen the film, because mm-hmm. I so listening to the score in isolation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and thinking. I like the tune. This is neat. I like some of the themes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work mm-hmm. because it's, it just doesn't seem to fit what I know of the film.
0: Yeah. It's like the circus
1: theme. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that just it seems out of place. Mm-hmm. Then watching the film and realizing that that's the theme itself is part of the character. Mm-hmm. And then watching how it comes back and mm-hmm. develops. I mean, it's just so many times I kept coming back and going like, yeah, that's perfect. It fits. Mm-hmm. It, it, I know exactly what they're trying to do there yep and then there was like even the other stuff coming up outside of Philomena's theme I mean you have Martin's theme mm-hmm. and it works really well mm-hmm. I mean very interesting kind of like the character mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, just random stuff like thinking oh yeah you know, here they're in the car and they're driving mm-hmm. but there's this nice little music going mm-hmm. and every time they kind of have travel music it's that same kind of thing but it's developed a little differently
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean for me it just hit all of the high points. Yeah. Now, is that something that the academy is going to recognize? Uh, You're right. Probably not because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a well-written character film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah.
0: Well, what what I think the it's got going for it the most is that it it boasts last year or not last year's winner uh year two.
1: before. Yeah. Uh,
0: for Argo. Was that last year or was that
1: well, if Life Pie was last
0: year. Oh, yeah, that's right. It would
1: have been in the year before. Yeah. So this is where notes would have yeah. come in handy. This A is little where bit notes research. would have come in eh. yeah. <laughs> We'll fix that in post-production. No, we won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're listening. You bought it, guys. That's right. It's absolutely free. I make mistakes. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. Uh, you know, and what's funny is that I didn't think Argo was the best one that year. I thought that there were other things. i s I've listened to it multiple times. I thought it was okay. I thought he was basically at times trying to use music that was from the region to try to to build the character which is fine. You uh-huh. it can be used to great effect. Wasn't my cup of tea. But in this, boy, I mean what's really cool is that they you've got the carnival theme. Uh, which they actually have in the score, the full, you know, like, yeah. of the... I don't even know what it was that was... Was it a fair uh, merry-go-round you, you, or yeah,
1: something? You, the, the carousel, the, yeah, the carousels. Carousel, yeah.
0: And, and what's really cool about this is with with the way that the movie works is that she is basically haunted by this thing that happened. And so every time this music plays, it plays in kind of a haunting, kind of low fashion. It's always just ever-present with her. This kind of retrospective kind of... Yeah, yeah, and it, it builds that character. It, it supports that character, and you can see it. And that's, you know, I mean, I think without this score, there's no way Judy Dench is up for Best Actress. She did a fantastic job, but this really showed a light on it that you don't get unless you have that fantastic score behind it.
1: I think I'd have to agree with that. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I love Judy Dench. She's, <laughs> she's just great.
1: You know, that's funny. Cause like when I was looking at the poster for it and I'm like, Judy Dench, Oh no, no, there's no way this is going to work. <laughs> you know, just, I'm used you know, this is, this is, it. Oh man. what What is it? M? Oh yeah. Right. Um, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> spoiler alert, not anymore. Yeah. Oh.
1: But yeah, no, I mean, it was great. I, I thought it played out very well. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is sad to say because of the... So we've gotten through four of them so far. Yep. And, and now we come was... to
0: my favorite composer and my favorite one this time, but one that I think we both agree did not work well with the film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I listened to it if this, just in isolation, and I love the soundtrack. I mean, it's beautiful. The the theme, the instrumentation. I mean, it's really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then watching the film... I don't know if it's a sound mixing thing, if it's just, you know, the way things played out. They weren't trying, but mm-hmm. it just it either feels like it's sticking out mm-hmm. or it's like, oh, well, that's the let's say obligatory John Williams kind of line. It just
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I it the the music in it just blows me away. It's just like, yeah, you, you could chart the soundtrack of my life pretty much through John Williams' music if you really wanted to. But the the stuff in this, it just it that movie suffered from a lot of problems, and one of them was the music not fitting what was being shown on, on the screen. <laughs> I don't know that it was necessarily it, not fitting. It did because it, it was, it, it took you out. I mean, it was. Okay, like,
1: there you go. You've got it right yeah. there. It took uh-huh. you out of the film.
0: Uh huh. And I wanted
1: to say that it was because I was listening to it specifically for the music,
0: and mm-hmm. that's why it was pulling me out.
1: But we did that with all the others yeah. and didn't have the same issue.
0: Yeah. And that movie had other issues for, at least for me. I mean, voiceovers took me out of the film and it it wasn't holding my attention. So at that point I'm looking for something to enjoy. I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed the music. I just didn't like how everything came together. And when you have one thing that's that good and the rest of it's not quite as, you know, as good, it's going to stand out more. And you don't want the music to stand out that much more than say the acting or the writing or the editing, unless the music's uh,
1: playing that key apart, and I don't think it did in this. Yeah, because it's not like this is you know the the red violin or mm-hmm. something where it's it's a music you know a, a film around around an instrument or music. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So so yes. Yeah, sorry, John. Yeah.
0: I well, I mean, you'll be nominated twice next year, is my guess. And well, let's see what is is next year's twenty fifteen. So that means Star Wars. Hmm. <clears throat> but then that would be number At number seven. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Depends on, it. is Spielberg doing a movie next year? I mean, how busy is John going to be? Oh, wait, no. Well, it's JJ this time. So if, if Spielberg's doing a movie next year, there's a possibility we could get two John Williams scores. Yeah, but would you get a nomination? Because now isn't this like a uh, reused themes
1: kind of concept, yeah. right? Remake? Not for Star Not Wars, remake, he but... wouldn't.
0: But if Spielberg's doing a movie, he'll get one for whatever Spielberg does probably. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's I think it's in the bylaws. I, I swear, he, the guy's got to get nominated at least once a year, and I'm okay with that. i look forward to every john williams score that comes out oh yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's appointment listening every time one comes out and i say i was i was telling victor earlier today i've got pretty much three on repeat right now while i'm working because i put stuff on while i'm working and it's it's uh, daft punk for tron legacy it's carter burwell's hudsucker proxy and then it's lincoln (laughs) which and what's really cool is that the way that the thing I have works is that it doesn't stop between albums. And so it goes right from Lincoln into uh book thief. And the two of them kind of merged like a lot of John Williams stuff kind of merged nicely together. So I end up getting basically a double bill whenever I toss that one on, unless I'm really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, is there any, any other uh, news you want to bring up? I don't think so. He's not the best color man in the league for nothing. (laughs) Well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, we will try to get another one up uh, hopefully sometime in the next month or two.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice to look back relatively quickly after this to say, hey, okay, so this is what happened at the Academy. This is what won. This is what didn't. And maybe take it, you know, now that it'll be decided, and mm-hmm. take it and either break it apart or, you know, really highlight some of the elements of it.
0: Yeah. You know what we could do is whoever whoever wins, we could do another score by that person. Oh, and compa- Ooh, yeah. So, see? They just yeah. reused all the – no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So look forward to that. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, don't forget to click subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. See you later.